When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Marvel dropped the first trailer for Deadpool and Wolverine. Madam Web bombed at the box office and the Fantastic Four gets an official cast. And Dune Part 2 early reactions say it's an all-time sci-fi epic. Let's get into this week's movie news. Welcome back to Raiders of the Lost Podcast, movie friends. There is a ton to get into this week. New trailers. We're going to react to a bunch of the Super Bowl trailers in this episode. There are some really great ones. Also, a great Dunkings commercial from Ben and Matt Damon. Our boys. The <laughs> boys. First, first, let's get into... The box office this week. We finally have some new movies in the box office finally, lineup. A couple, only a couple. <laughs> so Valentine's Day saw the release of a bunch of films. And also this is heading into President's Day weekend. It's a long holiday for many people. And so that's going to boost the box office. The biggest release this weekend was the Bob Marley biopic One Love, which debuted with a very strong $22 million opening weekend. And it's looking to hit about $45 million for its six-day holiday weekend. This is a huge hit for the studio and for the film. That sentence is just funny though. Six day holiday weekend. <laughs> it's getting like all the headlines are like Madam Webb's gonna pull $22 million over a six day weekend. That is not a weekend. They're just bumping the numbers up for headlines. It's just, it, that does not make any sense. That yeah, sentence makes no sense. The first thing I saw was a headline for One Love making like $45 million. I was like, holy shit, Me that too. was a great I was like, debut. What? Then I read it further. It was like the six day weekend projections. I'm like, oh, okay, that so makes a full, more sense. A full week basically. Yeah, speaking of Madam Webb though, for the three-day weekend, it only made a very disappointing $13 million for its opening weekend but gross. Are, are people surprised? I'm not surprised. The trailer looked mid, like so I, mid. I don't think people – I don't think anyone should be surprised that Madam Web underperformed on a budget of only $85 million-ish. Yeah. So it probably has to pull about 150 to start hitting the green area Probably 200 Maybe 200 yeah. It probably won't hit $200 million. Not but, with I, mean, that. I don't think anyone's surprised. I mean, I'm actually kind of surprised it broke 10 million for the three day weekend. I'm not surprised because it's still like Sony, Spider Man. True. That brand still something. But you know it's what becoming I mean? the new Morbius in a lot of ways, <laughs> yeah. especially on film Twitter. Madam Web has become the new meme of the year. And part of me thinks that Sony doesn't really care that much. It's odd that they, it didn't seem like they, I saw some clips and I've heard reactions and it doesn't seem like they put any effort into making like a compelling story. Which is weird because you're trying to set off a universe of films. Don't you want to just like make it as good as possible? But reactions for this film are dismal across the board from critics and audiences are like. Nobody seems to like this movie. Everybody's laughing at it. And I'm not surprised from that trailer. It's just, it's just odd that they're not putting the quality of writing into it. Yeah, I just think it's just the people who run the studios right now. Yeah, those those have the, people. The positions of power, and they're just like, let's get, just get some content out. Obviously, they probably rushed it because they have Craven coming out as well. And Craven. I still have, I'm still optimistic about Craven. I'm not I'm optimistic still, about anything from Sony. Still optimistic about Craven. I don't know. And because when I saw him bite the nose off and spit it out the window, I'm like, this is cool. Yeah, but that's just one moment. <laughs> James yeah. is going just for that one shot. It's cool. You know, Nathan was a stunt guy on it. He got killed know. by Aaron Taylor Johnson like five times. That's awesome. Fucking <laughs> so cool. But um, but the movie actually it was made with a higher budget, but they managed to sh get a big tax break from the Massachusetts Credit Department. So they shot a, f a lot of the film in Massachusetts and the Boston area. Craven or Madam Web? Madam Web. And so that's why the budget was actually went from about 100 million dropped down to 80, 85 million because the tax credit they got from shooting in Mass. 
Well, I will say that it was smart to not put two hundred fifty million dollars into this movie. Oh yeah. So I think they might they might make a profit. Who knows? I gotta say it's probably the worst. Some of the worst posters I've seen. Just like it's just like Dakota Johnson. Just and that's her, it's just her in black and white. And I'm like. That doesn't seem that interesting of a poster that they've been using for the marketing. I've seen some clips online. And I've seen some clips, They're too. going viral for the cringiness, and it is what it is because, I mean— I'm not surprised. Yeah, let's move on. A, another film in the top five this week was Argyle, and its second in its third weekend is at $4.2 million. It's broken $100 million globally, but still very low performer for the huge budget it had. Doesn't look like this movie is going to recuperate its costs. It or was like 180 mil, wasn't it? It's 200 million. Yeah, wow. yeah. Before marketing, this was actually planned as a, setting up a trilogy of films, but it doesn't look like that's going to happen. You know, I I heard there's a big twist in it that pissed a lot of people off, or okay. people saw it coming out of nowhere. I mean, saw it coming a mile away. Uh-huh. I I haven't seen Argyle yet. I haven't. But I feel like I already know the twist about like who is the real Agent Argyle. Who's I, Agent Argyle? I I feel like I I can, the cat. Can I guess it? I've, I've not, I've not seen Howard. the movie. Is it Bryce Dallas that's Howard? A, that's what I would guess it is. It's probably Bryce Dallas Howard. That's She's my just guess. Been playing coy the whole time. Yeah. So yeah. that was that's who I would assume would be the twist. But I could be wrong because I haven't seen the movie yet. Yeah. And that's not a spoiler. I'm just guessing. Yeah. It's just a prediction. We have not seen the film. Uh, this is actually it's an Apple TV production, so it will be on Apple soon. It's not going to end up being a franchise with these numbers. Definitely not. Next up, we have Migration still kicking along. And still it's flying. Sec- in second month, it's still in the Soaring top five. Soaring in the air. $4 million for the hol- for the family film. And then Wonka in fifth place. Those two, they're just in the top five. It seems like the forever. The legs on these movies I'm and the wings on be, Migration. I can't wait to say the box office report without them in it anymore. <laughs> it's, it's chocolate. Just... <laughs> and there's chocolate. Wonka's not going away. Chocolate. Beautiful rendition. Thank you. It's um, going to be crazy. Wonka's still going to be in theaters when Dune comes out. For real, and yeah. Wonka came out on December 16th, I think. Yeah, in middle of December. Holy crap. Man, that's crazy. Who would have thought? Who would have thought it? At number six, the TV series next episode of The Chosen came in with a $3.3 million weekend. Very good weekend for that small uh, release. Wait, so The Chosen, it's not a movie. It's a it's episodic a th- theatrical release. Yeah, something like that. I'm not exactly—I think it's—this is either the premiere— of the show, or maybe they're doing a new episode every weekend. It's about Jesus, right? It's about Jesus. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually the tagline. The chosen. Christ. It's about Jesus. <laughs> That's, That's all you need. That's all you need. That's the trailer. It's about Jesus. He's trying to. He's trying to get people interested in retirement plans <laughs> and timeshares. No, but retirement we, plans. We like, got pushed timeshares last it's week. It's a heaven joke. <laughs> oh, retirement plans. <laughs> That's good. A heavenly, a heavenly retirement. Yeah, <laughs> certainly hope so. <laughs> and eighth place was anyone but you with three point million, three million dollars, and then the BK block still there. Came in ninth place with two point five million dollars, still chugging along, kill, keeping those bees safe, protecting that. I've got to protect the hive. <laughs> I'm talking love, I'm Jason. The well, that wraps our box office of the 17-day weekend at the box office. <laughs> <laughs> the headlines are so ridiculous. They're absurd. Eight-day weekend. That's more than a week. <laughs> Madam Webb debuted with $600 million in six years. In a 365-day weekend. Moving on to another cool update we have for us. We are hosting our third and final episode of The Last of Us Game Nights on Tuesday. The episode will drop on PlayStation's YouTube channel. Don't miss it. It's been so fun to work with them, and I can't wait for you all to check it out. Fantastic stuff. Now, let's get into the movie news, but before we get into more stories, we're going to start with a trailer 
just because it was the most exciting trailer that was revealed at the Super Bowl and yeah, it's such a big story. Biggest news of the week. Yeah, Deadpool and Wolverine. They dropped the first teaser trailer from director Jack. Um, fuck, what's his name? What is his name? Something Levi. Sean, <laughs> Sean Levy. Sean, Sean Levy. Now, Sean Levy is a really great director who's worked with both Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds in previous films. So, what, it's, what do you do with them? He did Real Steel. Okay, the yeah. The robot boxing movie. And then he did um, the Ryan Reynolds video game movie. Oh, no. Um, yes, no. Yeah? Free Guy. Free Guy. And then yeah. he also did some Stranger Things stuff. He did. He's directed many episodes of the last two seasons of Stranger Things. So he's an excellent director. Now, this teaser trailer was a lot of fun. And I'm really glad that Wade Wilson is just poking fun at Marvel and the TVA. And it really des- it, it deserves to be roasted. Him wearing the wig to yeah. open up was hysterical. The, the blonde wig with yeah. the, si- the side <laughs> part. Oh, my God. It was so funny. And he basically seems like he's going to be changing things up for the MCU for the better. But it deserves to be destroyed and roasted and, and torched. And so I hope that this film really does that. It seems like that's the trajectory. And Disney and Marvel must have just been like, okay, just do what you want to us. We deserve it. Let's, get, let's have everyone have fun at a Marvel movie again. The thing with this movie, I think it'll be the biggest hit of the year. Mm-hmm. It's coming out on July 26th. I think it's going to maybe pull a billion possibly. I think it, it, could. it could pull a billion dollars. It's going to be a massive hit. Every, the anticipation is through the roof for this film. But there's so many interesting things about this trailer, like himself calling himself Marvel Jesus <laughs> and the Messiah. He's going to save the MCU. It's really interesting because it shows that maybe Marvel knows that they're in trouble and they're finally admitting it through this movie. But also, will Deadpool and Wolverine, will it save the MCU, which clearly is in trouble? Will it be able to sort of hit a reset button? Or will it just be a temporary, massive hit, huge, awesome movie that everyone enjoys Back to the roots of the great MCU films we remember, as well as another great Deadpool movie. Will it just be a, a blimp, yeah. a, a temporary thing that we all get excited about the MCU again, and then we're back to where they've been post-Phase 4? I'm curious, but I'm insanely excited about this movie. It's one of my most anticipated movies of the year because I freaking love Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool. It's one of the most perfect castings ever in comic book movies, yeah. hands down. Like The two of them might be the most perfect castings in their respective characters. I agree, yeah. And, I mean, Deadpool, Ryan Reynolds, and then throwing in Logan with Wolverine and Hugh Jackman, the two, their friendship in real life, and then putting that into a freaking movie. It's just, I cannot wait. I'm very excited. Now, however, we all kind of have to watch Loki season one and two to sort of, I guess, understand everything with the TVA because I have not watched Loki season two. Yeah. I think they, I think they might keep it simple because they know everyone hasn't watched it. They, yeah. I think they're going to keep it very simple with explaining what the TVA is. Yeah, so I was like at first when I saw the TV I'm like, "Oh, now I have to watch Loki to get understand everything." But then when Deadpool is back in his uniform, back in his wardrobe, yeah. ready to go and killing everyone, I'm like, "All right, this looks freaking awesome." And then there's a great nod to Planet of the Apes in this movie. I don't know if you saw it. Mm-mm. In the trailer, so there's a there's a screen at the end of the trailer when it was the, the behind the scenes photos that everyone saw that sure. got leaked of them on like the sandy beach yeah. with wolverine and the yellow blue suits obviously the trailer ends with wade getting like hit backwards in the air and falls mm-hmm. to the ground and the shadow of wolverine comes on top of him <laughs> <laughs> that's what james wants to see in this movie he the wants shadow, to see wolverine come on top of Deadpool. the shadow of wolverine <laughs> en- engulfs wade's body over the sun and then it's the shot of him like stabbing down Yes, and then before he comes on top of him. Yes, then he comes on top of him. So on and on the beach, I noticed it the second time I watched the trailer. It's not a Statue of Liberty like Planet of the Apes, but it's a 20th century studio, 20th century Fox giant metal oh, okay. logo, the fanfare logo. 
that looks like it's so it looks like they're gonna poke fun at how they bought 20th Century Fox. Yeah. Now they have the rights to the X Men. So I think Disney will, will be poking fun of that with Deadpool 3 here with mm-hmm. Deadpool and Wolverine, how 20th Century Fox is dead. Mm-hmm. Now it's 20th Century Studios. Obviously I like Disney that. Owned. That's really cute. That's yeah, creative. Super cute. It's super cute. But I saw that. Was, I thought it was really cool. I didn't little, notice that. So I got to cool watch it again. So I think they're going to have a lot of fun with this movie. I think it'll be hysterical. And I think we need a really funny superhero movie. It's been a while, I feel like. I love that they didn't show Hugh Jackman and just showing his shadow was more than enough. And it's just such a great tease that we'll obviously get looks of him when they release their final trailer before the film's released closer to the summer. I do think, so there's obviously going to be so many great cameos that we don't even know about in the film, but there's one cameo that I'm expecting because it's an actor who's also part of like that trio friend group, and it's Jake Gyllenhaal. Because oh. the three of them are all pals because they've, they've all worked together, and they're, they're always like posting on social media photos together, like hanging out. I guarantee you Jake Gyllenhaal shows up in that movie. That's a good idea for And a he's played an MCU character, so it makes sense. I guarantee you he's there. Yeah, I think they're just going to have fun with the multiverse and just have so many people pop up mm-hmm. because Marvel sort of needs that hype and excitement back. And I think just to play around, like how they did with Deadpool 2 in, inside the room, inside the mansion, yeah. there's like seven actors from X-Men movies. In that, that classroom. Just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. And they close the door because they don't want Deadpool to see them. Yeah. I think they can do something like that, but even more, and just expand on that and just have so many cameos. Because now that it's a Disney production, they, they have the freedom to basically use any of the characters. So there's no there's not going to be any rights issues now. I'm expecting, Except for the Sony characters. I'm also expecting to see a bunch of X-Men and yeah. mutants in this movie. Mm-hmm. I'm expecting to see a ton of mutants who maybe they're, they've been cast, but they haven't been announced, the actors mm-hmm. and actresses who will play the mutants. Because this is sort of the, the coming out party for the mutants in the MCU now, in the combination of both massive pieces of, of yeah of because cinema and Deadpool's already interacted with the mutants so that makes sense that that would happen yeah so I think that there'll be a ton of mutant cameos maybe casting revelations in this movie and I bet Josh Brolin comes back too that'd be interesting yeah that'd be great to see yeah he seems to have I mean he doesn't have the undercut but he he's got hair right now that's similar to the length of Cable's hair who Brolin yeah Brolin he doesn't have the undercut but because he's got the the long locks for yeah Dune. exactly and I'm sure he probably he probably shot at the Doom premiere at the Doom premiere red carpet. He had about the same length hair, just no undercut. Yeah, no undercut. Yeah, but we'll I bet I, it would be cool to have him back. But I really do think Jake's going to show up. That's an interesting pred- that, prediction. That would be great. Interesting prediction. All right, let's move into Dune Part Two news. Now, unfortunately, we weren't lucky enough to see it yet, but a, a handful of people across the world have seen Dune Part Two already. And the reactions online are absolutely spectacular. Everybody is calling it a masterpiece, a science fiction landmark. Many people are comparing it to the epicness of the Lord of the Rings, which Dune has always had the potential to be. And I really, I really think that this isn't just over. I, I don't think this is just overhype. I think this seems to be in line with the what Denis did with Part One, from the footage we've seen from the trailers. And then us knowing really the story of Dune part of how Dune ends, it's really just going to be epic in scope and massive in its scale and extremely exciting. There's so many huge beats that are going to be mind-blowing, and there's still some secrets that haven't been revealed. Some huge secrets. Huge secrets. Huge secrets. Still haven't been revealed. And I'm just really excited. The reactions, be careful reading them. There have been a couple of spoilers. I was spoiled Really? By something, so don't read any reactions online. For some reason, people are like in their tweets dropping a huge actor that nobody knew was in the film, mm-hmm. but I guess they wanted the attention, so they're dropping the actor's name, which is ridiculous to spoil the, an amazing cameo that Denis obviously wanted to hide because this actor hasn't Did shown they spoil up. Spoil the cameo? No, not okay. that one. But 
Um, it's just it's just ridiculous. So if be careful reading reactions because I've saw I've seen a bunch of people already spe uh, spoiling this casting. Oh wow! It well, has nothing to do with the person who was at the red carpet the other day. Yeah, so that's not a spoiler because yeah. that's public news yeah. now. Anya Taylor Joy showed up at the red carpet, meaning she's in the movie. Yeah, somehow in some role we don't know yet. I'm trying to figure out what role she's playing. I'm not sure, but it's I'm very excited. My guess is it's something to do with the Emperor. Yeah. My or guess maybe is a Benny Gesserit. I'm, guess, I'm guessing Benny Gesserit possibly. But, but just I'm on the Hollywood Reporter. They have an article for doing two reactions. Here's some of them: Emily Murray, arguably Denis Villeneuve's magnum opus. It's a masterpiece throwing you right into the action. It's totally immersive, gripping, and ultimately devastating. Just truly remarkable filmmaking. I'm in awe. Jazz Tanke Dune Part Two is a, a gigantic epic, a masterclass of crafts from Greg Fraser's exceptional photography to Patrice Vermette's magnificent world building. I love when people draw Patrice Vermette. Yeah, production name. designer, my yeah. favorite production designer right now, as well as another one. Monumental cinematic achievement, greater than Part One on a narrative, technical, and thematic level. Denis Villeneuve delivers grander ambition, aided by an extraordinary, morally complex performance from Timothy Chalamet. That's the thing with this performance. So people, I think. Obviously, Paul is seems very much like a hero character in the first film, but I think they're gonna get blindsided about about tr Paul's true path. He's it's a lot more complex of a role than the first film gave it credit for, and he's just a kid in the in the first film. He's just a kid. Now he's growing into his position of power, and it's it's interesting his reaction to it. You're gonna see in the film he has he has a uh, trouble accepting it, and then. Things get a little more exciting. I can't wait. It's going to be epic. Let's move on to some more news on Ridley Scott. So, first bit of news for him. Gladiator 2 footage has been shown to executives, and they apparently are blown away by no surprise because it's Ridley Scott making Gladiator 2. So, obviously, <laughs> the footage is going to be incredible. And also, he's been announced he'll be directing Paramount's new film, a biopic, on the Bee Gees. Oh, fun. That's pretty interesting. Great band. A very influential band. I wonder, has he ever done a music biopic, biopic before? Scott has, not that I can think of, he's never done music. Could be wrong, but off the top of my head, I can't think of a music biopic. Not a documentary, but I just mean like a biopic about yeah. a musician or artist. Not that I can think of. Hmm. 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 Tombs. What is it? Ridley <clears throat> Scott, making the Bee Gees movie for Paramount. Is that your Bee Gees impression? Yeah, it's pretty good, right? No. All right, next up. There were a bunch of Super Bowl commercials for trailers. My favorite bit part of the Super Bowl ads were actually Dunkin' Donuts commercial. Dunkin' Skin. From Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, Tom Brady, and Jennifer Lopez, which was absolutely hysterical. They actually released like the five-minute entire short that they made online. Watch it on YouTube. They released a minute-long one for the Super Bowl ad. I saw a three-minute one, too. Yeah, there's, there's an even shorter one, yeah. The, the five-minute one has Brady more in it. Yeah. It's just so fucking funny. It's Ben Affleck. He's determined to prove the haters wrong because all the paparazzi photos of him look make him look like he's bored with J Lo and it doesn't <laughs> doesn't like being with her. He's like, I'm bored, huh? No, I've been paying I've been watching. I've, I've been, been paying taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> you underestimate Boston at your peril. At your peril. <laughs> and so basically he teams up with Matt Damon and, and Tom Brady in these crazy Dunkin' Donuts outfits to make a new record to put on J Lo's album and they pitch it to her in the studio. A whole dance number. Tom Brady's on the keys. Matt Damon is a backup singer and dancer. And oh my, I was dying. It was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. It's hysterical. It was per. It's like Massachusetts, New England humor. And Ben went full Boston for it. It was just hysterical. And I love that fact that like he's poking fun at the press 
depiction of him. He's diving right into yeah. it because he knows about the memes. Yeah. He knows about Ben Affleck smoking cigarettes outside the yeah. apartment, everything like that. So I, I really love that, especially the, the J-Lo one that went viral last year yes. with him like getting the door for it. People are like, oh, he hates J-Lo. It's like, they're I'm sure they're fine. He he hates that every time they go to their car, there's 20 guys taking photos of them. That's what it That's is. That's what it is. It's not that he, he's, he's just annoyed by the people you don't see. He can't, he can't have a mob of people yeah. following him everywhere he goes. He can't have a moment of to just be with his wife. I, I, I also did, love I loved it. how he's just become the biggest Dunkin' Donuts spokesperson they've ever had. Yeah. He has become that. They've never had like an official spokesperson that's lasted more than a couple commercials. Yeah, he's been like for years. a couple years now. Yeah, yeah, he's been like the official guy for fucking Dunkin's kid which is like a Bostonian's yeah. dream come true and so Dunkin Donuts <laughs> there's two items that they're making so they're making a, a munchkin skewer so donut holes did you notice they called it don- donut holes yeah. in the commercial because that's that's... it's more common to call it donut holes yeah. but in Massachusetts we call them munchkins a little yeah. ball munchkins is a way better name way better name way better names we call it munchkins but donut holes on a skewer that's one of the things and then the the drink that they mentioned in, this, in, the, epi- in the commercial Ben says relax Matt they're ma- naming a drink after us it's Ben Affleck's go-to order at Dunkin' Donuts. What is it? Can I guess it? Yeah. Is it a hot coffee or cold coffee? Cold. Is it? Uh, it's a large iced coffee with four sugars and, and milk. Close, close. It's got like a. It's got a, a vanilla shot in it, mm-hmm. and then it's it's nice coffee with uh, some kind of frothy cream on top too. Okay. But it's been his go-to order for years. And so Dunkin' Donuts is like, let's just make that a drink on the menu. Yeah, so Charlie can- D'Amelio got a drink. Why yeah. not Ben? <laughs> yes, and she's in that. She's in the commercial too because yeah, yeah. she's tight with them because she's been a dancer for J Lo for years now. I'm convinced that Ben and Matt made this commercial just to hang out with Brady for the day. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's the behind the scenes footage of the throwing footballs with yeah. Tom through the donut hole. Oh my god, it's so like fun. like that's the dream to throw footballs with Tom Brady. Yeah. Are you kidding me? They kept missing it. Then Tom just it, in the hole, in the hole, in yeah. the hole. And it's just like over and over again. Perfect it's too easy throws. for yeah. the greatest quarterback to ever live. <laughs> too easy for him. I couldn't. Pl- I I knew Matt would be in it, but then when when they showed Brady on the keyboards, I was like, oh my what god. Do you call? Like DJ Tommy Brady. Tommy B. Tommy B. <laughs> You said you're gonna support me. <laughs> being your friends really when hard. Matt's right like, I, when I said I do anything for you, like this, this is, is anything. Like, this is anything. It's really hard being your friend. Tell right me support now. me. Said you said you support me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's so funny. <laughs> I love it. If you haven't seen it, check it out. It's great. Well, we might as well stay on Ben because we have some more news about him. Mm-hmm. So he's got a new movie he's gonna make called Animals. Obviously, we announced a couple weeks ago yeah. that Matt Damon's gonna star in it as well. But now Jennifer Garner, his ex-wife, is apparently in talks to star in it as well. Animal centers around the kidnapping of a son of Los Angeles mayoral candidate Milo Bradford, played by Matt Damon, facing a tight deadline to come up with the ransom. The couple must navigate a web of challenges, revealing hidden aspects of their lives. That sounds awesome. It sounds, sounds excellent. Great. Fuck yeah. It really does sound excellent. It's really interesting to see uh, a director make a movie with their ex. They must be in great. I'm sure they're great friends. Great still, friends, you yeah. know, and they're they're partners and yeah. forever. You're like life partners with a, with an yeah. Ex, you're you still know? raising your kids together. Exactly. Yeah. But it must be great for their kids to see like their parents work together. That's yeah. really cool. Absolutely. I, both- I mean, I, and I love the idea of Jennifer Garner and Matt Damon playing a couple. I, I that would be fantastic chemistry. If she, yeah, if that's the character. She's she'll playing. be playing the wife of the mayor. Oh, okay. Yeah. So she's. <laughs> that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, I think that's great casting, honestly. And yeah. Jennifer hasn't done too many movies lately. So I, I'm looking forward to seeing her get back into the film world. She's been doing a lot of commercials. A lot of big she's commercials. That 
money. Making that bank money. She's making money, man. <laughs> credit card commercials like crazy. Credit cards. <laughs> She's like the new Sam L. Jackson. For real. <laughs> Sam Jackson and Jennifer Garner are, there's no two people better at selling credit cards than those two. Every time I see a, a credit card commercial, it's one of them, too. It's one of them, too. And also to stay on Ben in his life, Jennifer Lopez has a new documentary coming coming out that's been in the works for about 15, 20 years. Yes. Called This Is Me. It looks really incredible. It just dropped on Amazon Prime. She self-funded it and, and, and just did the budget herself. So she's an EP on it. And it's like a lifelong or career-long film that she's been making and producing. And Ben helped out as well. There's like a couple shots of him doing some camera shit. Oh, nice. So it's, that's pretty cool. But that's an incredible lifelong project that she's finally releasing. Yeah, it's you, you can watch it on Prime. I, yeah, it's Prime. All right, let's get into some major castings. So the rumors about the Fantastic Four have been percolating for months now. And what's ironic Percolating. is what's ironic is that the initial rumors from last year are actually accurate. They're all true. <laughs> it's all true. It's Pedro, all true. Pedro Pascal, Vanessa Kirby, Joseph Quinn, and Eben Moss Bachrock have been cast in the Fantastic Four. Hey, cousin, cousin, Cous- I'm the thing. cousin, cousin, cousin I'm, is the I'm thing. Ben Grimes, I'm the thing. <laughs> so Pedro Pascal will be playing Mr. Fantastic, Vanessa Kirby, the Invisible Woman. Did I say that right? Sue Storm. Sue Storm. Sue Storm. <laughs> <laughs> Joseph Quinn will be playing Johnny Storm, and then Evan Moss Backrock will be playing The Thing. Ben Grimes. Excellent casting. I can't wait to see them all. I think it's a really great announcement. And they it was cute. They announced it on Valentine's Day, and they, so and, and they made a really cute graphic of Valentine's Day graphic of them all. Like a card. Just having fun. It's a good, it's an interesting card because you can maybe assume is it thematically relevant to the movie? So it seems sort of 60s era. The hair, the wardrobe, as well as the setting. There's oh, yeah, like a robot yeah. dog, a very retro robot dog, and everyone's in in their uniforms of Fantastic Four uniforms. And Eben is the thing on a chair. Everyone else obviously is human form. But then there's a portrait of Eben as Ben in the background on a wall of him in his astronaut suit. Obviously, yeah. the mission probably that got them to become yes. who they are yeah. as the Fantastic Four and their powers. He's the pilot, yeah. So it's pretty interesting. I wonder if it has something to do with the, the tone of the movie. Will it be a retro 1960s, maybe 1970s film? Will it be a romantic comedy? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> it's possible. I'm excited about this casting because I expected it, obviously. I think they're all great actors, and, and, and Vanessa Kirby's excellent as well. Yeah. And so... Awesome castings, but the but, last Fantastic Four also had awesome castings. I mean, yeah. I mean, we had Miles Teller, Michael B. Jordan. Oh, the last one. I was thinking yeah. of the Yeah, yeah. So, and uh, Jimmy Bell, and who was Sue Storm? Was it? It was um, uh, Kate Mara. Kate Mara. Excellent cast. Everyone was excited about that as well, and that movie was not great. Well, that's because of the director. Yeah. So. He made it. This is serious stuff. Yeah. <laughs> this is a serious movie. Um, that I, just came down to the storytelling. I think this is really awesome news. I think this combined with Deadpool and Wolverine is something to keep people very excited about the MCU right now while they're trying to fix other projects they're working on like Blade. Also, Joseph Quinn is, post Stranger Things, is absolutely crushing it. On fire. He actually got cast in something else that I might as well pop into right now. I was going to say, what is it? So, Brett Easton Ellis, the author behind American Psycho, is making his directorial debut called Relapse. Just cast Joseph Quinn. It's described as an elevated horror, also scripted by Ellis. It'll feature Joseph Quinn playing a young man named Matt Cullen, whose privileged life is shattered when he's a witness to a horrendous death at a wild party. After checking into rehab, he's seemingly able to get back on a more even keel and moves back in with his parents and at their luxurious Los Angeles mansion. 
But as his unstable personality starts to cause problems, again, fueled by spending too much time on social media, he begins to be haunted anew by a creature that has has troubled him for years. Others are convinced he's imagining things, but therapy might not be enough to help Matt this time. Sounds awesome. So Brady Snell is writing and directing his first film starring Joseph Quinn. Fuck yeah. But so other than that, this is just this is Joseph Quinn's filmography post Stranger Things. So Fantastic Four, A Quiet Place Part One, uh, Day One, and then Gladiator Two. Oh yeah, that's he's right. in Gladiator, Gladiator Two. Don't forget. Right, yeah. Like holy shit, he's that's hot. crazy. I mean, he's really great in Stranger he's Things. He's gonna man. blow up. He's gonna blow up. Because everyone watched Stranger Things season four, one and two, and everyone loved it. Yeah. But everyone specifically loved Joseph Quinn in that show. Dude, he post Stranger Things, he got he could have done anything. Like Hollywood was just like, here's the door, it's open, basically. And he, I think he made really smart choices. Ridley Scott, The Quiet Place, the new franchise, and then Fantastic Four. Like, holy crap! Yeah, he's all over the place. Great as well decisions. As now an independent film from Brady yeah. Ellis. Great decisions. All right, next up, more images from Joker, which well, also dropped on Valentine's Day. Yeah, ironic. <laughs> Joker, Folly Ado were released. Uh, they were shared by to- Todd Phillips. I love how Todd Phillips prefers to share the images himself on Instagram. Yeah, on Instagram, it's just great. <laughs> And these show more images of Joaquin Phoenix and Lady Gaga as Joker and Harley Quinn. It shows that they have a lot of romance together. There's a shot of them touching noses where he's behind a cell. And then there's a shot of them dancing on a rooftop in New York. And there's another shot of them. And I'm just really excited for this. This means we're getting a, we're getting a trailer soon. Yeah, and the, the rooftop one's really beautiful. It looks sort of obviously like in a soundstage with yeah. just sort of classical Old production Hollywood. elements. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's really cool. I so think he's going to do that. I think it's going to be a really interesting movie. I think, yeah, I think it's going to blow everybody's hair back, honestly. I'm, I'm very I'm excited about so it. so stoked for this movie. It's going to be fantastic. Yeah. Let's get into the trailers. And so finally... We got a trailer for Twisters. This trailer slapped. It was awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> my favorite trailer. I was blown away. It was I my was favorite. Like, within 30 seconds, I'm like, this trailer's really oh, good. This is good. This, this movie's going to be awesome. Yeah, Holy shit. It. It's basically the same movie as the original, except it's two Twisters this time. Twisters. Twins. 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 And twins. And Glenn Powell is very much the Helen Hunt character from the original. But man, this movie looks sick. Yeah, it's great. And I, I am per- I I'm surprised. It. It's it looked so much better than I was expecting. Me too. And I, I really the cast is great. They got a lot of great young actors to fill out the ensemble, just like the original film. Obviously, the cast is mostly younger than the original, but still, it's great. It's Glenn Powell. He's fantastic. And then the actress from Where the Crawdads Sing. I'm sorry, her name's Daisy. Daisy. Rid, Daisy. Daisy Edgar, Edgar Jones. Jones. She's fantastic. So this looks like a great fun time. Honestly, Glenn Powell looks awesome in this yeah. movie he's like a cowboy chasing twisters as well yeah except he has like there's new tech there's old tech from the original they got those, goldilocks yeah they gold, goldilocks with those little silver metallic balls that float up into the twister into the are tornado. they silver or are they gold shut up and then <laughs> then glenn powell he's got his own pickup truck and his own system he digs a drill into the ground with his truck to make him to let him hold into place which was so cool it's yeah. really clever Man, it looks awesome. I, I really loved it. Anthony Ramos is in it, mm-hmm. so he's blowing up too. But it looks really fun, and that's what I wanted. I, we've been making fun of this movie for almost a year now. Yeah, and now I was like, oh shit, it looked fun. It looks <laughs> epic, looks dude. Sign me up. Yeah. I was so juiced. It's my favorite yeah. trailer of the week. Man, just let Ga- let Glenn Powell cook. Just let him cook. Let man. him cook, man. <laughs> it looks like so much fun in this movie. Another really great trailer was Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. So far, we got a teaser uh, a few months ago. Didn't really see much, but. We got a full two and a half minute trailer. We get a lot more sense of the story. So this is set several generations in the future following Caesar's reign in which apes are the dominant species living harmoniously and humans have been reduced to living in the shadows. 
As new tyrannical le ape leader Proximus Caesar builds his empire, one young ape undertakes a harrowing journey that will cause him to question all that he has known about the past and to make choices that will define a future for the apes and humans alike. Yes, humans, though they've been reduced to savages that are often enslaved by apes, there are signs that some humans are still showing signs of intelligence and speech, such as Freya Allen's character Nova. So the, the female human girl in the trailer, as we've known from the trilogy they just did, human beings were losing their intelligence and becoming more animal-like based upon from the viral outbreak that they were suffering from. And that's how they explained apes taking dominance over the world. And it looks like in this iteration, this follow-up, some humans are regaining that sign of intelligence, which begs danger for the apes in, in rule right now. And it looks like we're mostly getting back to the, to the moments of the original films where apes have built civilization and humans are enslaved, they're captured, they're hunted, and they live amongst scattered regions across the world. So it looks really great. And they've always done a great job of juxtapositioning humans and apes sort of flipping their cultures. Yeah. And here we have a flipping of culture where the name Caesar seems to have been passed down by generations as a name of someone in power. Just which like is really in interesting, just like in Rome. Exactly. Yeah. It's really cool. Great point, man. Thanks, dude. And also taking the Latin name Proximus. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very cool. Very interesting. Wow, you are so so smart, man. I have many moments of intelligence, <laughs> just like Nova. <laughs> I'm I'm really smart. I do that from time to time. Are we good? From time to time. <laughs> Moving on to the next trailer, we got Godzilla X King, the new empire. Kong. What did I say? Oh, it's Godzilla <laughs> X Kong, the new empire. I don't read too good. <laughs> you just, right after you said you had many moments of intelligence, <laughs> you read Kong as king. And this looks like a, a buddy cop monster movie, which I guess is unique now. Yeah, it looks. It actually looks way better than the first trailer. We're getting yeah, more sense for the say, story. It looks better than the first trailer. It looks, it looks fun. And We've, Kong has like this metallic arm. He's got the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, he's got the Infinity Gauntlet. <laughs> and also, I read that. Let's, was, make, let's do Kong, but make him Iron Man. It was inspired by Lethal Weapon, this movie. That's what I read. That's what I read. And if someone doesn't say I'm getting dueled for this, then Kong I'm leaving it. the theater. Kong has to say it. But it looks fun. Uh, Dan Steven looks great. Uh, it's, it's fun to see him in a big movie. Rebecca, uh, Rebecca Hall is leading this film. Uh, very strong actor. Super strong. She's like so strong. Many and so the conflict of the film is that in that uh, world beneath the crust, there's this new huge ape guy who's re leading a resistance to attack and go to war with the humans. And we also, I like how they said that Kong protects humanity and Godzilla protects nature. And so they have to join forces to protect human humanity and nature from this new villain and his army. Looks cool. It looks like a lot of fun. We also got a trailer for Park Chan-wook's The Sympathizer, which is going to be a miniseries on Max starring Robert Downey Jr. And it's about spies in spycraft. Spies. About in a, a South Korean, I mean, a Vietnamese spy in America mm -hmm. who gets mixed up with Robert Downey Jr.'s character, who's a spy expert in sort of just his own spy craft and it's, it looks insanely entertaining and yeah. Rob Downey Jr. looks like he just had so much fun playing like 12 different kinds of characters and looks. Yeah, it looks fantastic. Sandra Ho, Sandra Ho also leads out the cast and I, I mean anything Park Chan-wook does we're going to be there for so I can't wait to see him yeah. in the TV landscape. And it looks like because he's always done such a great job of blending comedy with darkness and this trailer has that great tone because mm -hmm. he walks that fine line so well. I'm really looking forward to it. Next up, we had a Super Bowl trailer for The Fall Guy. This was a quick 30-second supercut. 
very snappy. It was like a minute, Anthony. It might have been. A, okay, it was a minute. Yeah. But it just it moved super fast. Yeah. And, and I thought it was a really smart tease. Like, they made the comedy very present. And it was very, very fast. But yeah, I they think had it was fun very, with it. Yeah, it was very catching. The text was like Ryan fucking go- yeah. Gosling. And then Emily, Emily fucking Blunt. Blunt. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a lot of fun. And I, it just showed you what the movie was. And it was just like, that's it. And it, I thought it was a really fantastic Super Bowl trailer. Me too. Next up, we had one of the funniest. It was the funniest trailer. So John Krasinski's If, which comes out this year, they dropped the Super Bowl trailer. But it was like a blend of behind the scenes footage with the actual trailer of the film but the great nod to the office when randall park played asian jim confusing dwight with that great prank and it's the great cold open yeah, yeah where amazing cold randall open. park just walks into the office and it's, it pretends to be jim and dwight's like wait what? you're not jim and he's got like a photo with pam and it's like wife. i've always been asian <laughs> good for you for not seeing color <laughs> <laughs> so john krasinski brilliantly Reference that and Randall Park played him in this ad and it's basically it's it's Randall Park as John Krasinski sitting with Ryan Reynolds on set talking about the film and Ryan Reynolds is like you're not John Krasinski you're Randall Park <laughs> and then he's like I'm John Krasinski we, we worked for eight months on this movie ten hours a day how do you not <laughs> like this offensive that you don't even recognize me and then to go a step further they took all the behind the scenes footage of Ryan Reynolds and John Krasinski working together and they uh, CGI'd Randall Park in John Krasinski's <laughs> place. So there's footage of them like laughing and, and Randall Park directing Ryan Reynolds on set. And oh my God, it was so funny. It's it was really amazing. Great. Really, really clever. It's so damn good. I loved it. And also John Krasinski, I don't know if you saw, because we follow him on Instagram because he's awesome. He changed his profile photo to Randall Park. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucking good. Oh, man. Krasinski's such a funny guy. It's a great way to get adults invested in the film. Yeah, I think yeah. so, too. And just so many people love The Office. It's mm-hmm. a really good idea. Yeah. <laughs> Our final trailer we'll talk about is a trailer for Wicked, the film adaptation of the very famous play that I've never seen. It's a musical. Musical. Not play. <laughs> Like you, clearly, yeah, we know you've never seen clearly it. Clearly, I've never seen it. Um, it looks it looks well made, but I will say it just looks kind of like a lot of generic, massive fantasy movies in the last five, six years. It, it sort of just looks like the same. It looks, it looks I, like Hunger Games. So I guarantee you the, sing, the singing is going to fucking rock. Yeah, Because you've got, you got two incredible singers. Yeah. I But I will say it looks so similar to Ra- Sam Raimi's super CGI was Oz Origins. Oz the Great and Powerful. Yeah. Yeah. That was so heavy CGI. This is super heavy CGI. So I would say, I mean, I, I'll, have high, I'll hold my hopes. I'm sure the songs are going to be amazing. Yeah, I'm sure, yeah. But it just looks like a little too much CGI visual effects It animation. just looks like like a lot of big studio sci-fi yeah. fantasy too epics clean. we've gotten the last five, yeah, six years. Too, too pretty, too glossy. Just the volume, like yeah. insane use of the volume, massive green screen. Yeah. Green screen, it is what it is. I mean, there's no place that is Oz. Yeah. So you have to do it CGI. It just, I feel like it could have looked better. It just I, too, I think you can do it without CGI, but I think they chose not to. It just looked too animated for me. It's just too much volume, I think. Yeah. The yeah, volume so much doesn't volume. always work yeah. really great when you use it to like a massive extent. But I'm sure the music's going to be phenomenal. You yeah. have two unbelievably talented singers. I've never seen the musical, mm-hmm. but I'm sure this movie will kill at the box office. And fans of Wicked are extremely excited. Extreme. And I'm also, sure they are. fans of Ariana Grande are, are Going nuts over yeah, her it's gonna be a hit. being in a movie. It's going to be a massive hit. Yeah, 100%. I think it will do very well. All right, let's get into some more news. Will Smith has been cast in a new film. It's an action thriller called Sugar Bandits. Chuck Hogan, who worked on The Town and TV's The Strain, great writer, remains attached. He's adapting the novel 
his own novel, Devils in Exile. The script will focus on an Iraqi, an, an Iraq war veteran named Neil Maven, who Smith will be playing, who returns from the conflict with a little hope of a good job or a satisfying future. He teams up with a group of fellow vets to target the ill-gotten gains of Boston's drug trade, putting them firmly into the crosshairs of criminal types. So let's, let's see Will Smith with a fucking Boston accent guy. Yeah, if Chuck Hogan's involved, obviously he's, he, many of his books take place in Massachusetts and yeah. Boston, which is really cool. Mm. So sign me up. I think that sounds awesome. Yeah, Sugar Bandits. It's called Sugar Bandits. We have a new biopic about a new about another musician. It feels like every month there's a new announcement of a biopic. biopic so hot, man. They're insanely hot right now. It's absurd. It's like like ten a year now. This one will be called Michael. It's about Michael Jackson. The first image of his nephew, who plays Michael Jackson in the film, Jafar Jackson, has been released. Antoine Fuqua is directing the new film, which aims to chart the controversial pop stars, pop megastars career. From his boy band beginnings through his ascension to one of the most famous people in the world and the biggest pop star to ever live. Just a quick correction. This is the second image of the film. Second image yeah, of this the is film. The, this one's in color, and it's him performing. The first image was the black and white one of him in the dance studio. Thank you for the correction. Get your facts right. Get pretty your, interesting. Get your facts right. That uh, his nephew's playing him. He must move and dance like him as well. He looks a lot like him. Yeah, he, he does. Yeah, he, and he has a very similar uh, body and physique. silhouette and physique, yeah. So yeah, we'll see. I remember really liking. Remember that Jackson biopic when we were kids that came out. Yeah, it was like a TV movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was really. Cool. I mean, he was the biggest star in the world for twenty years. Yeah, he's absurdly famous. Yeah, I've heard of him. I've heard of him. Final bit of news. This is it. Karate Kid, the new one, has been cast. Ben Wang has been cast as the new Karate Kid, even though they did a globe trotting open casting call they to tried find yeah. Yeah, I, I think that was all sure. it sounds like that was just marketing to be honest <laughs> they just saw a bunch of people on Skype I don't think that they <laughs> looked at anyone honestly um, so Ben Wang he was from Disney Plus's American Born Chinese that came out last year he has great advantages in terms of speaking fluent Mandarin he's skilled in a variety of martial arts including karate Wing Chun, Kung Fu, Kempo, and Taekwondo. Nice. So he seemed like an obvious choice, and he must have nailed the audition because he is going to be the next Karate Kid, which will take place, I think, it was. A, we read the synopsis a couple weeks ago in New York. And Jackie Chan and both Ralph, and Ralph Macchio will be in the film. Yep. As both of his senseis, yes, I guess. Absolutely. Fuck yeah. Absolutely. So, very cool. We we're very excited to see a new Karate Kid movie because that's one of the best movies ever. It's one of the best coming-of-age movies ever made. It's so goddamn good. dun 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 Dun, 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 dun. Cruel, cruel, cruel summer. summer. <laughs> that's so bad. That's awful. That's terrible. Oh my god. Anyways, that's it for movie news. Be sure to watch our episode on PlayStation's YouTube channel. All right. Take care, everyone. See you next time.